Welcome to You Know What I'm Saying. This is our podcast and I am one of the co-hosts, Ashley. And just to give you guys a little bit of an intro about me, I am a single mom living out here in the Midwest. And little fun fact, the seasons are changing and I'm not too happy about it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Naomi. Um, I'm her sister and the other co-host. Uh, I'm 21. I'm in college and I'm living in the Midwest as well. And I have a dog. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I'm Abby. I'm the third co-host. I didn't even know what I was going to say or plan. But, uh, yeah, I'm 19. And, uh, I'm kind of transitioning into a new job. So that's fun. That's always fun. Especially during today's first topic, which is called COVID. Yes, we all know about it. So, yeah, I'll pass it back to our main co-host, Ashley. And as we're just starting out here, just want to tell you a little bit about this podcast and what you'll be tuning into every week. So we just wanted to create a fun and an exciting atmosphere so for our listeners to tune in and, and just kind of get our point of view from life and travels and the ups and downs. Hopefully give you guys some comedic relief with some funny stories, uh, some things that are in our top 10 just all around have a, a fun time, but mostly just to, to educate our listeners on what's going on and give a different perspective than what you might hear in the news. And um, today's topic that we're going to be talking about and getting into is COVID and the COVID vaccine. So just our thoughts about how it's affected everyone the past year and a half and thoughts on the vaccine. So Abby, you can start. Um, yeah, you know, it was really crazy. I, all I remember is that, uh, like, it was, school was not a very fun time for me, and... You were in high school at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. It was my senior year, and, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was behind on a few things, a few classes. Your senior year? Yeah, and then I was like, alright, I gotta do something about it, but I just kind of lucked out, you know, because COVID <laughs> came, and, like, the teachers were just not put together, and you know what? I graduated! <laughs> Because, like, I'm interested in a lot of stuff, but just school is, you know, it's tough. And I can't imagine what the the grade, like, below me was thinking, all those mm-hmm. younger kids and stuff. And it was just crazy. Like, I was thinking, is this even real? You know? Yeah. Because yeah. no the pandemic. One, yeah, no one I knew around me, like, was getting it. So mm-hmm. that was crazy. Yeah. It kind of, like, when I first heard of COVID, it was, it was interesting because... Everyone's talking about this disease that no one's seen or ever yeah. heard of before. So, it just came out of nowhere. So you're just of. like, is this real? Is it not real? Like, you're hearing stuff on the news, but you're not seeing it in person. Mm-hmm. So when it first happened, you know, where it's, it's this was March of 2020. And, you know, my boss said, okay, like, everyone's going to be gone for two weeks. And then yeah. everything's going to open up and be back to normal. And two weeks came and it took it us. It was not normal. Yeah, it took us, like, maybe about close to eight months to a year for things to get reopened again. And it was just kind of the most bizarre thing where you're so used to, like, going to work every day, going yeah. to school every day. Like, that's mm-hmm. the routine. And then it's everything comes to a halt. 
And then next thing you know it, there's no more toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, everybody's routine changed. I think I remember it. I was in my second year of college, and it was March 2020. And we all got emails saying that school was going to be canceled for like a week, two weeks. And I'm like, what is going on? Because they don't not, they don't cancel college. Mm-hmm. They don't oh, cancel no. the classes just for anything. Yeah. Not even if there's a lot of snow. So I was just like, what is going on? They were like, we're just going to take two weeks off. It was like an extended like kind of like spring break. Um, and then two weeks went by and then they were like, yep, everything's going to be online from, from like the rest of the year. So yeah. It was just, I've never taken online classes until then, and it was, like, hard to transition, and then we were supposed to be locked down, so we couldn't go out, couldn't get fresh hair, (laughs) couldn't go to the store unless you needed to, so it was, it was crazy. And I think what's, like, what made it worse is that we were all just kind of waiting for it to end, we weren't really occupying ourselves. So we were just, it's like when you're looking at the clock trying to like, you know, go home or something and you're just like, it just ma- it just prolongs it. So we were all just like thinking, it, we didn't know how long it was going to like last. Right. So we were waiting for it to end and that's just what, like it just kind of took a toll on our morale and stuff like that. And what's crazy, what I do know, like what I noticed about it is they started calling, I don't know, it was like the second name, I guess. They called it Corona. And I know there's a beer called Corona. Yeah. And I was like, man, are they going to have good business after this? Like, <laughs> I nobody's going to for a while. Some people yeah. were making, like, t-shirts and, like, buying yeah. Corona. Cause... Well, maybe it helped. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it's <clears> one of those things, like you said, like, there was kind of no end in sight, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're, as a society... We're still kind of going through it. Yeah. yeah there's a, the variant or yeah. something. We still have some issues now. As a society, <laughs> we're used to, like... We're used to things having, like, an end point, right? Like, summer yeah, yeah. goes to this season, and then right after summer, you're going to have fall. Like, you know thing, what's in store. That was the thing, though. Like, it was, it was, like, the same day every day for, like, a whole year because mm. we had to stay inside. So, like, different seasons for, like, activities you couldn't even do because yeah. they wanted everybody inside. Everyone you know, like, that's them. how serious it was. They didn't want nobody gathering, nobody coming in contact with anybody. Yeah. Um, and it was just like a routine. Everybody's routine of going to work, going to school, like, changed. Everybody's routine became the same. And everybody was, like, kind of, like, in the dark because we had no idea when it was going to be over because the two weeks had passed and now it became, like, a year. Yeah. And it was one of those things where, like, we were fortunate. So out here in the Midwest, like, we were fortunate where we had, you know, like, parks to go to you can go on walks because we're pretty like spaced out but if we were on the um the east coast like where a lot of our family are where we used to you know um live at it was really different like they were allowed they literally like if you think about it you know how like people go on like and walk their dogs and come Mm -hmm. back inside that was essentially what they had to do like you were allowed to go for a walk and then you had to go back inside your house yeah and it was so you could see like how depressed people were becoming because you can't be outside. You're supposed to stay inside, but you don't want to stay inside. There's no human interaction at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of the most weirdest seasons ever where you, you're you used to, like, making eye contact and being yeah. around people. And now everyone becomes, like, they're the infected. Like, you don't know if yeah. they're infected. They're carrying the virus. And, <clears throat> you know, you wait from a distance type of thing. It was very quick for people to get paranoid. But, yeah. you know, yeah. some people kept their humor. They were treating it like the apocalypse or something. <laughs> and, like, people were wearing all kinds of masks, 
You yeah. had the Karens who just had it, like, below their nose. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, media just kept going. Like, I there was remember, media coming out and everything. It in, was hilarious. In the beginning of COVID, like, it wasn't that serious. People were, like, confused. They didn't know what it was. And then, like, um, I remember, like, going into the grocery store and you would have, like, one person wearing a mask, and then, like, the other people would look at that person like, you're being weird, like, yeah. it's not that serious. And then some people were, like, hesitant to wear the mask at the time because it was so weird wearing a mask to go to the grocery store. And then as, pressure. Yeah, as time went on, it became more serious, and then they actually was, like, telling people you have to wear a mask to go yeah. into the store. It became, like, normal. It became, yeah. like, routine. Everybody was so used to wearing masks to the point where, like, now they're like, oh, you can take it off. But some people, they're, like, hesitant. Like, you yeah. know, I want to be safe. I don't want to take that risk. And it's like, oh, you're not wearing a mask? That's kind of weird. It's kind of weird how, like, it just changed. Yeah. And that's that's interesting you say that because, like, if you think about how habits form or just, like, societal norms and stuff, we were so used to, like, seeing each other's faces yeah. that it was odd to wear a mask. And then you put the mask on and you have to wear it for more than a year and now that becomes a new normal. Now mm-hmm. it's it's weird to just be like, oh, there's the rest of your face under there. Oh. You know, like you forget what <laughs> you people have a smile. Yeah, you forget what people look like because you're so used to wearing the mask everywhere you go. They were coming out with like masks was like such an important thing. They were coming out with. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out with. <laughs> She's got COVID, people. Pray for us. Um, they were coming out with, like, clothes that <laughs> had masks. Like, I think Abby, like, bought one, too. Like, they were selling shirts that attached with, like, a colorful mask. Oh, yeah, I love that. That matched the uh, shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, people were trying to make money because they're like, it's a pandemic, people are not shopping, people are trying to save money. They're like, people need masks, so let's make it fashionable. Mm. Let's match it to the shirt. Yeah. Even kids' clothes, I've seen, like, even now, they still have kids' clothes with, like, masks. It comes with a mask. Yeah. It's, it's now a new accessory. Yeah. Right? Like, it's you like accessorize your wardrobe with a mask. And, like, but it, it was a good for fashion. It was a good fashion thing. But, you know, like, I, I heard somewhere or I read somewhere, people were saying, why didn't we just do this for, like, other diseases? Like, the common mm, yeah, cold. Like yeah. Because, or something. like, they were going into all this science stuff, like, how one cough and it, like, spreads, like, it continues spreading and, it, like, these yeah. particles. I was like, yeah, why didn't we do that? Because then... It just saves, like, a lot of hassle of, you know, getting sick. Like, any shot you go to get vaccinated for, like, the flu shot, you know, and if you feel symptoms for it, like, why not just wear a mask and, like, have it be normal, not, like, someone's robbing a store or something like that, you know? I feel like because it was a pandemic and it was so serious, people were, like, worried, so they were trying to take extra precaution. But, like, you're right, like... With any type of, like, cold or sickness, we should take extra precaution of putting on hand sanitizer, washing your hands, you know, coughing into, like, your sleeve or something, and... I think that was the thing that kind of, like, blew everyone away about this, like, virus. So, when they, when the virus came out, people were just like, what do you do, what do you do? And the information we were getting was, wash your hands, you know, if you're sick, stay home. And it was pretty basic stuff. And you're thinking, so is this, is this all you need to kind of keep a virus kind of like away and at bay? You know, like it was just the weirdest thing. It wasn't like, you know, take 50 milligrams of like vitamin D and and all this stuff and then you'll be okay. It was literally wash your hands for 20 seconds. Don't touch your face. 
yeah cover your cough and it was like all these kind of like elementary things that as as people we should be doing regardless yeah, we should be doing anyways like, yeah on a day-to-day basis like even now with that like i started putting on more hand hand sanitizer with covid and like even now like i keep hand sanitizer in the car in my bag yeah. and i just it's crazy how with that you start to think about how much germs you touch in a day and mm-hmm. you just like oh, go yeah. about with not like you know it's not a big deal and like yeah. after covid like Wow, like, after I eat, I put on hand sanitizer. After I touch something dirty, put on hand sanitizer. If I go to the dog park, after that, put on hand sanitizer. Like, I'm constantly thinking, like, oh, I just touched something dirty, let me put on some hand sanitizer. As where before, you're like, oh, it's fine, I'm just going to go home, wash my hands. And it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're way more health conscious as a society now, I think. Because I definitely, the same thing. Like, I got the wipes. I have, like, (laughs) the pump of hand sanitizer. You know, you got soap. Like Alan. Oh, yeah. You got it all, you know, you just like pour it on yourself as you walk yeah. outside. You, take you a walk shower inside. <laughs> you, know, you gotta stock up on it, you know, that's like added to the grocery list. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I gotta get the hand sanitizer. It's definitely a thing now, like as I think as we're moving into the colder season. The sales went up in hand sanitizer yeah. too. Like the most of the popular brands, Perel or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Perel's probably the pop- I've seen popular. it everywhere. Like they, they're growing up because they know we're getting into this colder season where people tend to get sick as the weather gets colder. Yeah, that too. But let's, what do you guys remember about the whole um, empty shelves, out of oh, toilet paper? Yeah, it was like a nightmare. Yeah. People were worried that not have enough toilet paper to clean themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we need that, you know, we're in a pandemic, we're getting sick, but we need to clean ourselves. Yeah, we need that toilet paper. <laughs> but the thing is, some people just didn't even, like, I mean, there's no way to tell how much you would use, I guess, in a day, but I mean, you can kind of estimate, you know, guesstimate, but still, I feel like people just kind of were hoarding, that's what they were saying. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, really, come on, because there'd be, like, one person who couldn't even get one roll. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what you did during that time, buddy, but, you know. I think... We all got through it. I think the reason for that was because it was in the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was confused, it came out of nowhere, and we were told to stay quarantined, like, we Mm -hmm. couldn't go outside. So people were freaking out, like, how long... Because it said two weeks, and then the two weeks passed, and they're like, it could be longer than this. Mm -hmm. How much longer? Yeah. So that's why I think the fear came in of we need to get supplies, because we don't know how long we're going to have to stay in the house, and we need to make sure we have those supplies. So I think that's where the whole getting a whole bunch of toilet paper came from, and, like, hand sanitizer, and people were getting Windex wipes or something. Windex, I don't know. Because if you think about it, for years... Toilet paper companies have made the same amount. Yeah. And we've never run out of toilet paper. Where there's always been some sort of toilet paper. And nothing about COVID makes you use the bathroom more than you normally do. I know. That yeah. wasn't one of the symptoms. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I guess it was just for snot. But we could have, you know, bought <laughs> tissue boxes. Yeah. So it was just, it was really interesting. As you walk in stores and they're literally yeah. out of toilet paper. To the point where they would have to put signs of putting a limit. Because yeah. right. to make sure everyone got at least like one or two. I'm glad they did that because people weren't doing that. But it, yeah, it wasn't just <coughs> toilet paper. I'm like forgetting a lot of stuff was getting like really. Mm-hmm. Slim pickings. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. was getting really short down to the like, like bottom pe- of the barrel. People were trying to like stock up on food. Yeah. And, like groceries. Yeah. And it, it made you, it, it almost looked like we were in 
the apocalypse. You yeah. know, like that's what you see in movies. Like yeah. things that there's when you saw no more. On the show, you yeah. know, you yeah. And for out. some that would be exciting, but others it's just like you kind of lose your mind through it all. But yeah. like some people would have fun running through the stores and just you know. <laughs> I know I did. It, it didn't affect me much. I mean, like because I'm kind of an introvert. <coughs> But I'm, like, one who just, I don't mind being outside and stuff. So I love being out in nature. So, um, you know, I wasn't affected too much by it. But it affected me because the people I cared about and, like, yeah. other people in society, you know. You know, you see how it affects them. So that's how it affected me. Like, you can't just joke around. Like, you'll ask a friend and then they'll say, like, oh, you know, so-and-so, my family is sick or in the hospital. Yeah. And you're just like, ugh, I had a really great joke mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you. Yeah. But, you know, you so, yeah. you know. But I, we got through it. You know? I think what freaked us out was, like, all the alerts on your phone. Like, you would get the alerts saying, oh, you can't oh, go outside. Yeah. And then, like, um... You know, that's never happened before, so it's, like, um, people were getting scared of even, like, going outside, like, to be driving on the roads. Right. Like, I remember at the time driving to go see Sebastian, and I was, like, I don't even want to go because I got this alert on my phone saying I can't go outside, so <laughs> I don't know if they're going to pull me over or... Oh, yeah. Like, that, like we were constantly getting alerts on our phones, yeah. like, just saying different stuff, like, wear your mask, stay inside... You know, like that was in the beginning. Like, and I think for, for other states, especially in the city, they had it even worse. You know, like we have the alerts mm-hmm. of like stay inside and, you know, you can't have any mass gatherings. Like, no, yeah. you can't have people going to like the beach or like going to the park, like anything that was a, a lot amount of people. But for in the cities, they were, their alerts were curfews at 11 curfews at 7 and then like that's when that anxiety picks it picks up because you're just like oh man you know i can't be outside yeah yeah it's really it's about to hit eight o'clock i need to be inside i don't know what they're gonna do they're gonna pull me over and give me a mask or something I mean, at that time, I kind of wanted to go outside anyways and just be like, I'm going to be the only one outside, woo! <laughs> and just kind of see what's happening at that time. It kind of was weird because I remember when, like, you could only go outside just to, like, go to the grocery store or, like, if you had to. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, driving and, like, there was only, like, a couple cars on the road. Yeah. And it was just, like, weird. It was, like, where? Ghost, like, everybody's, ghost town. everybody's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what people in major cities like L.A. and you think of the popular places like Miami and even New York City Mm -hmm. where Times Square where it's used to like the hustle and bustle and it's just like tumbleweeds. Yeah, that was weird too. Like usually like Times Square is like super packed and then Mm. to see it like empty. I think, well, for for New Year's it was kind of empty too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. That was so weird to see because you're so used to seeing it all the people crowded especially for new year's yeah especially for new year's but then like for covid it was just like not that much dead zone yeah and i i think i appreciate that they still did it though like like they they didn't try yeah try to keep the tradition yeah and you had a lot of places doing that where you know i i remember we watched um like we're so used to like fireworks and stuff mm-hmm. and we watched a, like a christmas presentation and instead of them having like fireworks and drawing a lot of people they did a drone light show mm-hmm. and that drone light show was so that it was you know safe and they recorded it so people could watch it at home and you wouldn't have that mass like gathering of people. Yeah. Yeah. So they tried because as people we're just social, you know, we're not 
meant to be inside all the time. I was going to say, like, what did you guys think when COVID first happened? Like, did you think it was real or not? And then, like, how later on, when it became serious, like, with all the mandates, like, what did you think about it afterwards? Doing, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just took, like, a big... Like, you know, what you thought about it in the beginning, like, if it was real or not, and then, like, towards the end. Honestly, I thought, you know, I think a lot of us were thinking it was, like, some sort of conspiracy theory, yeah. or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we were just, there was just a lot of brainstorming, there was just a lot of, you know, a lot of stories, rumors getting passed around. I think I only believed it, because, I don't know, I should have counted, you know, I should know, but I don't know how many family members we have, (laughs) but we are a huge family, you know, and I know there's a lot of us out there, but anyways, um, only one of our family members that I know of has gotten it, Yeah. and, Mm -hmm. you know, sadly has passed, you know, but... I think up until that time, that was when it became real because, yeah. I mean, still, it was just so hard to believe. And at this point, I still don't even know if he, like, he was really, like, our grandfather was um, up in age. So I was just thinking, was it even COVID or was it just, like, old age yeah. or something, you know? So that's why I still, it's just, like, I don't think I'll ever fully believe it, but I'm still living with, like, some appropriate precautions and you know like I'm not gonna live like a pig you know so I, I'll wash my hands and I got the um the the vaccination and stuff but I don't think I'll like I talk about it but I, I just kind of talk about it lightly mm-hmm. but I'll still respect anyone who's had it you know or who has a family member or a friend who's had it, who's gotten it and stuff but uh yeah I, I don't know I just it's just like you can't see it and it's just kind of like you know Mm -hmm. i think it was the same for me because in the beginning like and the thing is i use like jokes and humor to try and you know i guess deal with something so like in the beginning i was like this is a joke you know they're just trying to scare us this is a conspiracy Mm -hmm. like i don't believe it like nobody's getting sick nobody i don't see anybody you know anybody we know and then i think not even when, our friends. Yeah. yeah, and then when a family member in our family got it and then passed away from it, that's when it became real to me. And I was just like, I can't joke about this anymore because it's real. Like, it yeah. happened to someone I know. And it was just kind of messed up after that. Like, I was just like, well, we just got to deal with this now, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think for me, like everyone else, I thought it was, I thought it was a big joke. Because yeah. Because... It honestly, just came out of nowhere. Yeah. We've and never that, been through that. Every every case that we were hearing about, it was literally just on the news. So yeah. that was the only source of information. Or like of, people from other like countries or yeah, states. That were, that were getting yeah. it. Um, so I think the first time around, um, other than our family member, really, I didn't, I didn't really hear too many cases. And that was on the East Coast. And we're again, we're in the Midwest. So mm-hmm. in the Midwest, I didn't hear of any other cases I think the second time around COVID came, that's when I started to hear people having it. But again, you know, we have, I would say the majority of our family is on the east coast of the state. And we didn't hear any of them getting it. I don't think any of us and our family here got it. No. I would hear of, like, friends or, like, friends of friends. Yeah, like, distant friends, friends of friends. Who had it. Or, like, social media influencers. 
and and there was a couple of scares where I thought, you know, I could possibly have and it got tested yeah. and all like negative results and everything. So it's it's one of those things where it's hard because it's COVID is such a disease that it doesn't affect everyone the same way. Yeah. Like the way it affects old people, <laughs> older people is different from how it affects younger you know, people. younger people or and people then with asthma. Yeah, and even like kids. Like it was just like really bizarre that no kids were there was no COVID cases with kids right. mm-hmm. until maybe, like, the, the second parents. time around. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. Um, some people were asymptomatic. Yeah, yeah that's what mm-hmm. I was going to talk about. That's what was scary. And, like, there was one time where I told you guys where I, like, could, I, I love food. And mm-hmm. I could not taste it. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, you know, this... <laughs> Sausage egg and cheese it. croissant, yeah. which is, you know, kind of I don't taste the spice and the sausage. <laughs> and I was, like, drinking my orange juice, and I did not taste it. But I think that kind of got me upset. But, you, you know, there was no it. other symptoms. I, I could have. Honestly, I probably did. And there were some people who said they did get it, but they didn't have any symptoms, and they didn't, like, suffer from it. So mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, you know, if I got it, and now I'm kind of developed some sort of immunity to it, that'd be great. I think yeah. that was the worst part when we found out about that, because I think when it was, they were trying to start lifting some of the mandates, but then they were like, you can have it, but not show any symptoms. So yeah. then you're like, whoa, you're around, you're around certain people now, and you're like, you can be infected, <laughs> you can be, I can have it by tomorrow. Yeah. And it was just, that was crazy yeah, it hearing was... about that. It was definitely something where it you couldn't, again, like as a society, we like things to be written out and we mm-hmm. like to have a plan, plan and you yeah. just couldn't plan for COVID for the mm-hmm. most part. You just didn't and know. You know. It was a shock for It everybody. really was hard to believe because a lot of it has really been unseen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the government and stuff, they're saying stuff like all these laws and quarantine and... You know, the doctors are giving basic information about viruses in general and how to handle them, you know. But obviously, one, you can't see it. Some people didn't have symptoms. And a lot of people we knew just, we, like, didn't have it. So it's just, like, I don't know. I still, I still, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I know that there's people who have died from it. I don't know how they died, you know. And I won't go into any further stuff with that because I don't want to sound like some, you know, radical or something. But, you know, it's just, we like, I'll make the exception for this time. But if there's other stuff later on down the road where the government is saying, like, well, take our word for it, you know, and we're not getting adequate proof for it. We're not getting adequate proof and like seeing actual evidence of it, then you know that that would be a problem. I don't think we should just and let things go yeah. unnoticed like that. That's where like I totally get your hesitation because when going back, we to we need it, to keep our sense of independence. Yeah, but that our too. sense of uni- unity and communication. Before COVID. You know, COVID is not the first virus the country has seen, right? Like, we had swine flu, which is the Mm H1N1. We had the Ebola outbreak. All these different things where it was, like, full front in the media. You know, Ebola's here. Swine flu is here. You know, regular flu is here. And Mm -hmm. people are, like, getting affected and dying. So people go into this panic. And then, like, it dies down. And then you don't hear, like, what happened to the Ebola? Like, I guess, I guess we defeated it. Yeah, yeah, I can't get it anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I guess it's not a thing. And then you had those times where um, 
there was different food that had to be recalled because they were like poisoning people and someone died yeah, from it. Like certain brands. Yeah, and then you just it just like disappears. So with this, it was it was kind of the same thought of well, is this the same thing? Like, like is this is, is this the new virus that we face as a country? And yeah. then it'll be something and something else in the next three years. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like at first, I was gonna say, is this like oh, one of the ways our government was trying to get a handle on maybe a sense of like overpopulation? But the thing is, you know, and we don't have to rely just on media. Like, I've had, like, you know, long-distance friendships, and they said, like, their family members were getting it. So, like, people all across the globe were getting it. And so, you know, even on the news we heard, you know, France was getting it, and they were trying to show their support for France. But that's the thing. Like, it couldn't have just been, like the u.s like it was every like every country country. you know Mm -hmm. allies and countries that weren't our allies so it's like uh even like where it started i I forget what was it like china or something yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so like even they were getting it so it's like i don't think this was a direct attack on anyone it was just something that just kind of happened and had to be dealt with so but i feel like it was a learning experience it's like i think we gathered a lot of good things and bad things from it that we can you know take with us down the road what i was gonna say too was like how even though covid was dramatic for everybody or traumatic not dramatic (laughs) um like people were forced to do things in their spare time yeah you know so either you had the people that were either bored and just like i'll just be on my phone or watch TV, and then you have the other people who are like, I might as well make some good use of my time. Let me start this craft. Let me start yeah. this side hustle. Right. And it kind of like, you you notice some people that, you know, they kind of started their small business and or worked from home. Like, now like, was the time to do it. They yeah. finally had they were getting an, an into things. Right. They were getting into things that they kind of had interest in, but they never gave time to. You right. know, like like a hobby. Like, oh, I... Someone, like, would say, like, oh, I love to bake, but I never have time. But, like, during COVID, I was able to, like, learn how to make a wedding cake or something, you know? Yeah. I feel like you definitely saw that. I was definitely one of those people where I was just like, oh, you know, let me learn something new. Let me do something in this time where, you know, and it was was good because you were kind of like a 24-7, 365 culture. So we're always busy. We're always Mm -hmm. doing something. And I think COVID forced everyone to slow down and to take a look at themselves and say, okay, well, what what am I doing with this time here? Mm -hmm. So in that aspect, it was good because it forced people to kind of tap into those creative outlets that you normally wouldn't because you're just, like, in the cycle of doing things, you know? That's what I was going to say. You said it perfectly. I was going to say it forced us to be creative, like, more creative, you know? Mm -hmm. 